It's Star Trek stuff with Anne. <laughs> and Adam. I watch G.I. Joe now. Thank you very much. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the E-Team. We're back! We're still here. We had all kind of stuff happen. Uh, medical stuff. Yeah. We had family stuff. Yep. I turned 40. Yep. So I, I had a huge shindig at my house. Yep. Uh, and, and was there for that. We got to hang I out was. in person. Yay! It was very nice. It was lovely to be around human beings other than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you and I do not have the same taste in food. I, I, I made some food. I made a bunch of Cajun food. Um, did you, and you can be honest, did you enjoy mm-hmm. anything? Did you get to have anything? I did. I had, okay. um, let's see, I had, I had a salad, I had some rice and, uh, I had some red beans and rice and I had some baklava. Oh yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Somebody yeah. brought baklava. It was really good too. It, I didn't Holy get shit. any. Like, I'm happy oh, that all my guests got to eat. Like that's, that, <laughs> that was the goal was to like feed yeah, yeah, the guests, yeah. but I did not get any baklava. Oh man, it was good. And it was so cool too because it was like, like I'm Cajun and I'm Lebanese, so that someone brought some Mediterranean food. I was like, dude, Fuck perfect, yeah. awesome, Hell yeah. Because I yeah, didn't yeah, think yeah. of doing that, so that that completely <laughs> rules. And I wasn't gonna fucking make baklava, Jesus Christ! No, God, that is unbelievably difficult. The whole point is to push yourself to the limits of your endurance. If you hear this sound <laughs> through through this thing. Um, I, I, on the on the show, I have recommended Nirdosh before, and I just got a whole mm. bunch more of it. It's like that incense smoke thing, it's like nicotineless uh, herbal cigarette kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. fuck, I love this shit so much. And <laughs> the thing is, you can smoke it inside because it doesn't smell like smoke. It's like oh, burning incense. True. It rules. It doesn't leave like a you know kind of an after odor, like cigarettes do. Yeah, but it's like incense. That, oh, okay. That's the after odor. It's not like cool. Cool, um, cool, cool. tarry smokiness. Good. What's that, Lassie? Are you smoking yet? So now I watch Enterprise using Amazon access to Paramount Plus or what the Same. fuck ever. Same. Um, <laughs> Convoluted fucking 21st right. century shit we're doing right now. It is. It's uh, yeah, it's a dystopian nightmare. Anyway, <laughs> when you're watching it, the there's like the trivia facts that you can like click on as you, you know, as you watch. And I guess I, you know, cause like, and, and then I looked at memory alpha, same shit. Oh, like exactly the same information. I was like, okay, well, cool. I don't have to, re- you know, look at that shit anymore. I did not know that. I knew that uh, mm. for Prime's original content, they had all that mm-hmm. kind of detailed. I think they call it like X-ray or some shit. I mm-hmm. didn't know that they were doing that for the Paramount Plus stuff now too. Yeah, it's just the it's like when you move the mouse and it says cast and trivia and you click on trivia, it's like the same list of of, you know, factoids that are in uh, memory alpha. Now, I don't know if that's going to be true for every episode. This is the first time I've watched uh, you know, Enterprise on Paramount Plus, Amazon, whatever, but um but we'll see. Because of the reputation of Paramount Plus's app, I have never mm. bothered to try it. It's it's horrible. Everyone's like, yeah, it doesn't work. The search stuff doesn't work. It crashes constantly. It's it's a nightmare. But I have had no problems with it. That's weird. Well, you're not using the Paramount Plus app though, right? You're using it through Prime. Oh, right, right, yeah. true. So I'm doing the same thing. So it works really well that way. 
Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks that that means that you have to give Jeff Bezos more money. I know. I know. It sucks, but like, hey, look, we need our Star Trek, and we need to actually be able to watch it and find the episodes and shit. Mm-hmm. When Paramount gets their app together, when it like is sleek, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, a bunch of Trekkies are giving us money. Maybe we should, yeah. I don't know, make an app that works. Right. Once that is square and settled, okay, I'll start looking at Prime like, uh, I don't need you so much anymore because mm-hmm. I don't really need to be giving Jeff Bezos more money. Mm-hmm. And the only other thing I'm really watching on there is Farscape. And half mm-hmm. the time it completely sucks. Yeah. Do it, Paramount. Yeah, I have a lot of people that are like, you got to watch Farscape. And I'm like, it looks like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not going to. Nope. It's a it's a mixed bag. Sorry. I mean, some of it's good. Um, yeah. Some of it is just like, oh, my God, dude, they underwrote this episode by like 15 <laughs> minutes. Ooh, like ouch. half this shit is slow motion. It's like from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place where he's like, <laughs> he's like, every episode was underwritten by about 10 minutes. So anything that wasn't dialogue was considered for slow motion. <laughs> Damn it, that was my recommendation this week. Dude, Dark uh, Place is the... Okay, well, then we'll get to Dark Place because it is like one of the greatest things ever made. It really is. Oh, such a fan. I, I'm such a huge <laughs> fan of Dark Place. I'm so glad that, that that's going to be a recommendation. Okay, so before we started, we were just like, okay, we need to stay on topic. We need to not run so long with these episodes. Right, right. I mean, uh, if you're log- logging on, you're looking for Trek episodes, and, and you're like, okay, well, this one's about Enterprise, and you're just like, holy fuck, their episodes are like an hour and 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing that much for Enterprise. Like, right, right. I, I know that some listeners have been deterred by that. So yeah. we've, we've, we've talked about that. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm already... <laughs> We're already, We're already talking around a lot. so much. <laughs> I have to cut like most of what we've been talking about for the yeah. last 10 and a half minutes now. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> the best one of those little trivia facts, though, is that it says that this takes place in 2151, which seems like a really short amount of time away. You know, like, like that like doesn't yeah. seem like that long from now. Um, but at the same time, I like having that, you know, giving me that, you know, that that kind of date so that I'm like, okay, that kind of puts it where I can visualize it better, um, I guess. Um, so I like that. I like having that little note. For me, it's more painful. Really? Because I'm just like, yeah, there's absolutely no fucking way. Well, that's what I'm saying. That seems like a really long, I mean, that does not seem that far away, you know, at all. Uh, that, that's that's what makes it painful because I'm like, we will never get there. We will never get <laughs> yeah. anywhere close. By yeah. that point, oh my God, it fills me with dread, honestly. Yeah. Thinking about yeah. how, I mean, we were supposed to have already had the eugenics wars at this point. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. Deeply oh, disturbing. Deeply disturbing. That's right. Everyone's either dead already or still alive, just like normal. So we open on the scene in Southern California. I mean, an alien world. <laughs> um, and it looks somewhat futuristic, like oil mining and refining. That seems to be, you know, it's pretty obvious that's what they're doing. Um, and the set seems to be all of the pieces that one doesn't use when using, when like doing a model car set. Um, and I'm like, and then I was really, I was writing that out and I was like, oh God, I guess no one really does model sets anymore. 
You know, so oh, yeah, that's probably dead. Leftover bits and bobs of plastic. That's what this, you know, that's what it looks like. I started wondering if this was the exact, I mean, and I mean like, like on the exact spot as the Bajoran refugee camp that we saw in TNG. Fucking could have been, you know, I mean, very easily. It really looked like it. And some of the structures looked like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- th- That was all I was thinking of was the time that Ensign Road takes Picard and yeah. I forgot who else to the Bajoran refugee camp. And she's like, yeah, puts a, a code around a little girl and she's like, this was me. And yeah, we really yeah. get introduced to the plight of the Bajorans that mm-hmm. was so much more fully explored in DS9. Right. But yeah. That, I mean, this location. Yeah, um, every Firefly episode, also mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Every, <laughs> yep. Every, you know, Galaxy Quest. I don't know. Pick your, pick your. Oh, it's a desert planet. What do you know? That looks like Southern California. Yeah, man, but it's a dry heat. The camera follows this kid running through this dry hillscape to pick up something from his mom and deliver it to what appears to be his dad, but it turns out not to be. And we see these two dudes working hard on something. And these two actors look vaguely familiar. Both of them are people that have been in Star Trek before. Um, the one dude, his, his name is Tessic. Um, he's been in Voyager and in DS9. He was in Armageddon Game in DS9, the one where he, he's got like crazy hair. It looks like they killed um, Bashir and uh, O'Brien, but they like actually escaped into the desert and like O'Brien's like dying from, you know, something, something and they bond or whatever. Um, And then Voyager uh, alliances. I'm not sure. I can't remember. It's he, he played a Kazon. So who gives a shit? They were unworthy of assimilation. His name is Larry Cedar. He was in Square One. Do you remember Square One? Did you ever watch that? No. It was a kid's show that was on PBS, and it was like, if I remember this right, I really hope I remember this right. If not, I apologize right now. But it was like a detective show, but they were doing math problems. (laughs) No, I definitely didn't watch that. Because it was like an educational show for kids, you know? Sure, sure, but I didn't watch anything that had to do with math. (laughs) Yeah, I, I remember it just being on after some other kid's show that I liked, and it would come on, and they'd get to like the first math problem, and it'd be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm out. And I'm bro. out. <laughs> I'm done. I watch G.I. Joe now. Thank you very much. Thank you? They taught me about DNA. G.I. Joe taught me it's totally fine to invade Granada, because we're <laughs> awesome. Because we're the good guys. Duh. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. So, and the other guy's name is Stephen Flynn, and it looks like this is the only Star Trek credit he's ever done, but he's, like, got a huge IMDb page. Like, tons and tons and tons of uh, guest star roles and, you know, minor roles on 50 gazillion different uh, TV shows. So, that's why he looks familiar. I saw him and I was like, okay, I know that guy, I know that guy, I know, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. And then check his IMDb. And the thing that I remember him most from is Firefly, where he was in one of the best episodes. It was a very small part, Mm -hmm. but one of the best episodes, which was Out of Gas, which was Uh sort of a... Bottle episode. No. Sort of a bottle episode, isn't it? No. Isn't that what No, it's like a... 
is a flashback episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like this asshole captain who's going to steal the, the ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just a, a brief role, but like memorable because, yeah. my God, that forehead. I mean, yeah. just... <laughs> He's actually lucky they had this kind of makeup during this episode. Right? I kept yeah. thinking like yeah. when when he came in and he sat down in the makeup chair for the first time, the makeup artists had to be like, oh shit, this is all we're doing? With this <laughs> fucking canvas? <laughs> so these dudes uh, spot a shuttlecraft coming down and get freaked out and they're like, you know, and they want to know, is it them? And no, it's our feckless idiots from the Enterprise. I love how the music remained sort of ominous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just see As it these, should. <laughs> right. It's completely correct uh, uh, so far in, in the show uh, that some poor, hardworking people are like look up to the sky and they see the Enterprise NX-01 uh, shuttlecraft coming down and the music's like... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Captain Ahab approaches. <laughs> the ominous tones then give way to the dulcet tones of the greatest <laughs> theme ever recorded that brings joy to all who hear it. Bullshit. Faith of the heart. Oh, don't even joke about that shit. When I wake up in the morning and the longest out of I tell you what, let me give uh, Amazon uh, slash Paramount, I don't know who to credit with this, uh-huh. one thing over Netflix, which is the skip intro button appears like maybe Def- half a second faster. Yes, yes, it does. And I appreciated that a lot. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, thank God. Clicky. I think uh. all you get is it's bit. Instead yep. of it's been, a, you know what I mean? Like you can oh, like yeah. you can go like, ah, ha, 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 yeah, go away, <laughs> away with you, foul demon. I need an old priest and a young priest. The power of Christ compels you. So maybe we let Jeff Bezos live, <laughs> just because we didn't have to hear the in it's a, been a long part. Of yeah. <laughs> Of this Brian Adams reject song. Mm -hmm. Worst thing ever fucking recorded. And look, I keep seeing more and more on like Facebook groups and such um, appreciation for Faith of the Heart, like unironic. Yeah. Like for Faith of the Heart. Yeah, I don't. I don't nah. understand that. No. No. Uh. Uh. No room for that. Like, if you sincerely dig Faith of the Heart, Mm -hmm. if you unironically just like that's a good song i would like to know what else you're into musically yeah, yeah. <laughs> honest to god what like, other I things won't... are you like are you a big vanilla ice fan <laughs> as well or like you know you got lots of brian adams albums and you know and shit like that like yeah do you have like brian adams b-sides yeah like on vinyl, like like not not that? the stuff not the stuff that he was you know doing in like the you know early eighties. I'm talking about like the nineties. Brian Adams. Did you make a mixtape for a crush that had that Brian Adams song from Robin Hood 
with Kevin Costner on it. Bingo. I forgot the name of it. But Bingo. did you have that on a tape? Did yeah. you did you you made the effort. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume this. You made the effort to put that on a cassette tape. Yep. Yep. If I'm wrong, <laughs> let me know. The, <laughs> oh God, now we're just honest being mean. to God. No, no, no. On, on, honest to God, we are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. I won't send you any reply at all. Like, I'm not going to like send you some snarky shit. I just, honest to God, I'm curious if you unironically dig you Faith of the to? Heart. Yes. Yeah. Name your like top three, I guess, uh, musical artists. artists. Or, yeah, yeah. Whatever. S- stuff you like uh, musically. Other than just, that. Yeah, other than other other than Russell Watson performing mm-hmm. piece of shit, yeah, utter audio atrocity. This is terrible. This is the one of the worst catastrophes in the world. Uh, we see our trio uh, in quote unquote desert uniforms, which are just pants and shirts and beige. And poor T'Pol is in an outfit that would give any menstruating person nightmares. Holy shit! Yes, I mean it's all white from head white spandex bodysuit like oh god that's just horrifying it it makes no sense because it doesn't make any sense <laughs> okay so she's from a desert <gasps> planet uh-huh, right uh-huh. vulcan is not exactly uh a tropical oh, it's, it's, paradise it's more like okay. dune than fucking anything else i mean it's really really desert right 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 and every time we're on vulcan we see they wear like Long flowing things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, I'm going to a planet that has a climate that I completely understand. Mm-hmm. I'll wear this thing instead of what yeah. I would wear at home." Yeah, it, <laughs> it doesn't. It, it doesn't make sense. Oh, and also heels. Mm. Well, it's not heels, yeah. heels, but yeah. like platformy, like on sand. Yeah, and the pants are like um, stirrup pants, so they like fit o- around the heel of the shoe. Yeah, I saw that. So it's constantly pulling on the bottom half of her. Yeah. It's, oh god, just nightmare. Anyway, it's completely insane. It's like a white like <laughs> almost silvery kind of thing. Like uh-huh. it's it's almost like it's calling to some uh 50s sci-fi shit. Almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah where where they'd wear like, you know, a white or silver one piece mm-hmm. kind of things like that. It's that sort of coloration and I was like, is that what they thought they could justify <laughs> this with? Like It's you know this is all Berman. Oh, oh god, yes. Make sure her ass is like really highlighted so that every step she takes we can see her ass. Come on. They are here to see if they can buy some deuterium because one of the Kratassans, the overly accessorized assholes from the last episode, told them that they could get some here. I noticed on this that Ahab has four little rectangle-shaped pins on his collar. So this is the first we've seen of the pips. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Good eye. Yeah, and uh, uh, Trip has three. So he's a lieutenant commander or whatever. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. It was squares? I didn't even see this. They're little silver squares, like more rectangle-ish, but yeah. And they're wearing this pretty much the same thing that they wore at the last Desert Planet with mm-hmm. Mr. Krabs. Like kind of cargo-y pants and like a, a real tight-fitting shirt with a zip-up top. Yeah, I feel like that they would have learned to wear something. That air passes through, yeah. Yeah, man, but it's a dry heat. So they want to buy some stuff. The dude's on the planet with look what looks like a second set of hairy nostrils that point up on their foreheads do not want to sell to them. Ugh. 
Yeah. That this makeup choice was it's like so gross. <laughs> I mean, Dude, it so was gross. really gross. It, <laughs> it really did ick me out. Like, <laughs> I, I I do appreciate a hundred percent. I appreciate the the. Well, instead of just like I don't know, man, bumps on the forehead. Can we do right. something a little more involved? And right, yeah, right. Okay, so we have like. But it has hair, hair coming out. <laughs> oh, so gross. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Super gross. Uh, and these do they get really mad when T'Pol tells them that they know they have plenty available, and it's like you scanned us, and like Ahab's like, sorry, you know what the fuck. Um, and so they's like, well, maybe you can help with this pump machine or something. And Florida man's like, I'll help, you know, and the miners and their buddies decide to trade and the engineering help for some deuterium. So they kind of make a tentative deal. We're going to make a great trade deal. They're like, oh, you have a Florida man. I'm sure he knows how to pump things. (laughs) Yeah. Florida man's like, hell yeah, man. I know how to to pump out a swamp. Uh, I know how to get knocked up by an alien. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so Ahab and T'Pol follow the miners, and Trip goes back to get his tools out of the shuttle. And when he's in there, we get to meet the annoying kid of the episode. Oh, this Yay. Fucking kid. And boy, oh boy, is he a great fucking actor. <laughs> oh, God. I always feel bad for kids in these situations. I do too. Because it's like, you know. I want to be famous. And the parents are like, I didn't get to be famous, so you better be, you little shit. Yeah, exactly. All I think about when I see kid actors is like an overbearing parent right Mm. off camera, like Mm -hmm. mouthing lines. Yeah. You know, I just, I I, I have no idea if that was this kid's situation, but that's what I think about. Yeah. Our writer is David Wilcox, just Mm -hmm. watching credits, you know, at this point or whatever. Mm -hmm. He wrote a bunch of Law and Order episodes. Oh, weird. Which uh, for me, once I realized that, I was like, I think this that kind of that kind of kind of fits, uh, yeah. With, with this, <laughs> uh, it, it, that includes Law and Order UK, which I did not know existed. Yes, I I recently recently saw a Law and Order uh, from the UK, and it is kind of interesting because you know obviously there's slight differences in you know how things go down and everything, but the ABCs of the episode are exactly the same. So, like, you have the crime, you have somebody say something, you know, unironic and, you know, slightly, uh, you know, kind of painful, and then, you know, dun-dun, you know, and then then you have the, the cops investigating and then the lawyers, you know, but but it's in Great Britain, so they're, you know, it's cool. I liked it. Bollocks. <laughs> Mr. Renham. Yes, Your Honor. Florida man and the kid develop a rapport, yawn, but Florida Man is still adorable. Sorry, folks. He is. Period. You don't have to apologize for Florida no. Man being adorable. He's like, adorable. That's, that's that's not a fringe opinion. Among, okay, good. You know, yeah. People okay. are like, look, yeah. Uh, even people that straight up hate Enterprise are just like, yeah, Florida Man can get it, though. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty odd. Um, so back at the mining camp, Ahab is like bargaining for, de- for deuterium and they're bag- They're wanting power cells and the leader of the camp is being super aggro and he's like, fuck you, we don't give tours, you know, and we won't give you any of- unless you give us what we want. And so, you know, back to forth and back and forth and blah, blah, blah. They make a deal, medical supplies for the lady, four power cells, and the Enterprise crew has to repair their pumps. They have a nice collection of spike heels and comfortable everyday work shoes that need some leather work. Sorry, that that's what came to mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the 
they need a cobbler. So Paul offers to trade some cat suits. Right, for some nice spike heels. Um, the lead miner is like, also, you have to leave in two days. And if you don't repair the pumps, you don't get shit. And Ahab has his, I suspect something face, you know. And T'Pol does too, but she's got a lot less brow ridge action. Being a Vulcan, she has a resting poker face. Exactly. She's good. Yeah, yeah she's good. But yeah, Archer just can't help himself but be like, it's a mystery afoot. Yeah. He's like the Scooby gang with vengeance (laughs) (laughs) instead of being like let's investigate gang he's like i am the knight (laughs) he's very (laughs) yes yes exactly justice very much so he well he wants to be but he's more like i'm justice (laughs) (sighs) so we get a nice shot of the ship in orbit and then it's like right into flox bay and which seems there's definitely a feeling like there's been some major editing done between the planet and, her, you know, this woman being in sec bay. I feel like there's something missing in that that spot. Um, like uh, her her riding up or what? Like like something had been cut. Yeah. Yeah. Something had been cut. Like there's there's just a there seems like there's a little bit of a lack there because nobody ever talks about her name. Like, who is she? Why is she the one to getting medical stuff? That's true. We don't know anything about her at all at this. point. Yeah. She's just like suddenly there and she's the one doing the medical stuff. So Flox is offering one of his animals to her and she's like, no, that's OK. <laughs> don't think so. It's like a starfish in a tank. But it, missing an, <laughs> missing one of the arms. So it's only four, like it's a four-armed starfish. It's really weird. So, desert-dwelling person, how would you like <laughs> to keep a tank of water that only right. uh, a tiny starfish lives in? <laughs> For only one specific medical purpose, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So he offers her a plastic gun thingy. It's like ar- artery suture or something like that. And she seems totally overwhelmed. But he's like, no, take it, take it. And she's obviously hiding something um by the way her name is ellis Ellis. but they haven't have not said that like i had to look it up in the you know cast or whatever so um that seems really rude like let us know who these people's names are it doesn't seem like a hard thing to write into the dialogue when she's like oh we need medical supplies and like you're right ellis you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like yeah yeah something something like that or flox is is like i'm dr flox and she's like my name's ellis Ellis, you know yeah introductions you know yeah totally (laughs) honestly okay is this was this in my head or did you get a flox kind of digging her vibe a little bit a little bit i think it was more that he was analyzing her behavior because she was like he definitely suspects something's very wrong you know, I do like, have 500 degrees in, uh, in, in behavior of <laughs> <Exactly>. bipedal species. <laughs> exactly. I can tell when you're hiding some bullshit. <laughs> well, because he keeps asking her, like, he's like, oh, why do you need this? And she's like, oh, um, because blah, 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 blah. You know, and he's just like, oh, oh, sure, that makes perfect sense, you know. Uh, nobody's dying at the moment. Everything's fine. There have been some recent deaths due to the major incident, but that's over now and everything's fine. And on the surface, Ahab and T'Pol are getting the same kind of suspicions like something is super super wrong archer's nose for like 
I smell crime. Like his, yeah. his, like I, I, I smell trouble. I smell yeah. that. Yeah. This is something I can just shove my dick into. <laughs> uh, exactly. Has it's really sharpened. It's really oh, yeah. sharpened yep. o- over this season. It has led to a fun adventures. And honestly, I'm really just thinking about the time that they had that whole prison break thing. That right. Was fucking cool. Right. And 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 be like, he's not always wrong no he's definitely not stuff. wrong yeah a, lo- a lot of times with this kind of thing you're just like just fucking just just go just, leave them just alone fucking go. Yeah, yeah this one though this totally one though like this is cool justified this is cool yeah well he he makes the very good point where he's like deuterium is super expensive and these people should be rich like they should be well off and like look like they're you know having a good time and these people look like they're in dire poverty so he's, you know, something's wrong. And this is fantastic instincts that would only come from someone who didn't grow up in, like, you know, capitalist. Right. In, Indeed. In, in, in our current, like, capitalist framework. Because it's like, yeah. well, yeah, of course the people doing the work with expensive shit that's worth a lot of money aren't going to make anything. Right. All right. that value goes to someone somewhere else. <laughs> So I love I love Archer's um, uh, naivete there. It's beautiful. It's, it is. It's, it's, good. it's the most innocent thing he's ever said. It's it's the most like oh that's precious. Oh, you're so that's quaint. That's sweet. Um, so back on the ship, Milktoast sees a ship that is coming into the mining colony. It's a Klingon ship. They're coming in. So the miners finally tell Ahab what he's been suspecting. Um, the Klingons think that they have exclusive rights the, to the deuterium. They get super pissed off if anybody else is there. And the miners live in fear of them. Uh, the Klingon ship looks fairly normal, except for these weird round cargo containers along the neck of the ship. It's really odd looking. Yeah, it makes sense, though. Like, mm-hmm. they're there to pick up a bunch of... I don't know. Is this is this stuff liquid? Is it a solid? I don't. I don't, have, I don't even know. It's what kind it of is. confusing. Like I get that. Like I haven't really figured that out myself. Well, yeah, we haven't really established. Yeah, what is deuterium exactly? Yeah, at, at this point, I think in my notes I wrote, yeah, it's called MacGuffinium. Exactly. Because it's just the thing that they have to get. They haven't established like uh-huh. what it does. Or <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like we've heard the term deuterium. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We definitely Star Trek thingies. Absolutely. So it's it's not something new that they made up for this. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm I'm gonna assume it's like a liquid. I think they put it in barrels later. Yeah, yeah. And you don't generally put, like, solid objects in, in barrels. barrels kind of yeah. thing. I don't know. I, I just picture that more being a liquid-type container. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's more like a Klingon freighter, which yeah. Yeah. I don't think that they intended this, but I think it's um, kind of brilliant that these Klingons are, like, the bullies, the assholes mm-hmm. to these miners and stuff. Because they're on the lower rung of yes. the, the war, they're like, yeah, yeah, you're quote unquote warriors, but you know, we just kind of send you on like supply runs. Yes, exactly, exactly. So that insecurity of like, you know, oh well, we're not going to get honor and glory, so they right, take it right. out on these these you know poor workers. Exactly, exactly. It totally it totally tracks. Yeah. In our world, you were either a bully, a toady, or one of the nameless rabble of victims. The Klingons beam down in very cool red sparkles instead of white. 
I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but I dig it. It's very, I'm a bad guy. With his yellow eyes. He had yellow eyes. So help me God, yellow eyes. I forget what it looked like in Discovery, but I remember in Star Trek 3 it being a more orange-reddish. So that kind of tracks, yeah. I agree, though. I like the, the just mm-hmm. straight red that yeah. they had at this yeah. point. Looks good. So the main Klingon dude is obviously a big asshole. And the leader of the mining colony, who we just now learned the name of, is Tessic, um, are talking. And T'Pol can hear everything. You know, there's like this back and forth where like uh, Ahab and Florida Man are like, you know, straining to hear what they're saying. And T'Pol basically is like, they're saying this, you know, you know, I have great ears, obviously. Um, and Korok, the ca- the Klingon captain, wants all of the ter- deuterium that has been promised them you know we did, we don't know how much that is and Tessic is like we don't have it and they want it and the pumps are down and now they aren't and blah 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 threats and punches so they leave and they say they'll be back in four days which considering the conversation seems really lenient yeah they could have like taken everything beaten the shit out of everybody and said we'll be back in the day for the rest you know but they're just like we'll be back in four days okay okay bye did you think that that bit about uh good years worked well, it's canon, so it didn't really make me think too hard about it. No, a bit like as in, it looked like they were trying to be funny. Oh, no, it didn't work as a bit. Yeah. Like where Florida Man is like, oh, it's good ears. <laughs> yeah. I think that there's a way to do that, like in maybe like a one shot where it really would work, but it just didn't quite work. And yeah. it could have been funny, and it just wasn't. Their humor has always been difficult. Like, they just drop the ball on good humor a lot. She's like, I just love you. I love humor. Um. (laughs) So this trio is like, hey, those bullies are, they're, 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 they're bad. You got to stand up to them. And they're like, nah, dude, they're fucking Klingons. Mm-hmm. We just work here, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite bit, though, of this whole like little scene is where uh, the kid grabs the medical kit, goes over to the table, and like shoves violently a plate and silverware off the table. And I'm like, why? He just could have moved it down. There was plenty of table room. Like there was no need to shove the ta- plate off the table. I mean, I guess it makes it more dramatic, but it was really dumb, you know. And then they're like all like, "Ooh, it's a cut on his head," you know. It was very strange. Very they're strange. acting like they're gonna have to lay him out and like, you know, right? Get exactly. The and rub the whatever, and then stat, uh, you know, clear beep. You know, it's like they're acting like it's. Uh, this massive and it's thing. just like a tiny cut on his, you know, temple. You know, it's like guys are really dramatic. He's he's like, this is my shot. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh, it's, I'm gonna this sell is his it. Time. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna fucking sell it. I, I didn't look. At, I didn't look up to see if this kid did other shit. I I don't fucking care. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care either. Um. So anyway, we get like the main. You know what's been going on really. So they're too far away from their home world to call for help. The Klingons take all of their good shit and leave them with barely enough to survive. Um. I won't bore you with the details. Get it? Bore. Um, (laughs) humor the trio are gonna leave and they're walking away and the camera has to paul's ass dead center like it's just Mm -hmm. dead center like Mm -hmm. i think that i don't i don't 
work on movies, but from what I've seen from behind the scenes stuff, these cameras will usually have like a little crosshair kind of thing in the uh-huh. middle. Yep. Yep. So I'm pretty sure just like they ass had the crosshairs right between her ass cheeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. right there as they're walking mm-hmm. away and they try to fool you with being like, What? What? No. What? I'm- Trip is talking to the little kid. Yeah, that that's what the main focus of the shot was. Yeah, the shot yeah, is him talking yeah, to the kid. Yeah, what did yeah, you what you yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> uh-huh. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Come on. Come on. Okay, so yeah, Trip talks to this kid <sighs> for some fucking reason and he's like, I'll catch up with you as if that's a thing. It's like mm-hmm. cause for a second they turn around and look at him like now we're gonna have to wait on you sitting in the shuttle in the fucking desert. What are you talking about? He's like, but I, I really need to talk to a child that I just met. Uh-huh. It's weird. Um, well, it's just it's just this, you know. Let's let's have trip have a moment with a kid, you know. And it's just like never work with a kid. It's supposed to humanize it or something. I guess. Yeah, I guess uh, we're supposed to feel sorry for them more uh, because there's a little kid around. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh. Well. That's your damn fault. Um, So (laughs) back on the ship in his office, Ahab and T'Pol are talking and Ahab is about to explode with righteous fury. I have contained my rage for as long as possible, but I shall unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves. I kept thinking Archer at the brooding window should be a Temerian saying. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Archer brooding at the window. It's true. Archer at the brooding window. At least he's not like leaning against the window with his ass like poked out. Like in the- <laughs> they've done that a couple times where it's like, look at Archer's butt. Isn't that nice? Look at it. Look at it. comes in and they have one of these scenes, which they have every once in a while where, you know, he's bouncing off the wall and she's just standing there. And generally he's like, it ain't right. I tell you. And she's like, yeah, it's um, yeah, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's. It's not right. No, it sucks. Then this is the first time she's actually like agreed and like, yeah, let's do something. It's actually kind of cool. Like I, I like that they were in sync on something for once. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, this I don't it, this know. is in most of the time that they have had arguments about this. It's because what's going on is something cultural that is, uh, you know, I mean, this is pre Prime Directive. So they're, she's trying to explain to him Prime Directive rules. And he's like, no, that's terrible. But this doesn't apply to the Prime Directive. You know, this, this, is, not, this is kind of outside the Prime Directive. So she's like, yeah, this, let's fuck him up. But yeah, she's like, all right, but, uh, you know, what do we do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then back on the planet. So he went and got back in the shuttle again. Yeah. <laughs> the transporter works. Like, he's been uh-huh. in it. But you uh-huh. know, fuck all that. <laughs> anyway, so so he <laughs> gets back in the shuttle, I guess, and flies down. We don't see this, but yeah, yeah. And he rolls up on what's his name? Tessic. Tessic. Okay, so mm-hmm. rolls up on Tessic, and they have this like semi-metaphorical conversation about it's 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 a backhoe. They took the scoopy part off the backhoe (laughs) and Um, now it's a crawler it's a crawler what the fuck is a crawler gonna do like why what does a crawler do (laughs) well it crawls and with the crawling it goes ahead with the crawling (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I'm just I was just bitching about that. I kind of like what they did to it, like where uh-huh. they put a thing sort of around it, and it looks very distressed. It looks like right. something that has done a bunch of work, so that's cool. You know, they mm-hmm, made an mm-hmm. effort. They clearly they just got a backhoe and took the scoopy part off. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know what that what that thing is called, but that's no, fine. They, it looks distressed. It looks beat up. It looks like something uh-huh. that they use. So hey, all right, you know, props to the props to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah props to work. the props department. Hell yeah, they're awesome. They've been consistently good. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout this show, or you know, mostly good or whatever. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, most of the time they've done. Some Other really than great the work. wooden door on the first on that ship, that <laughs> where <laughs> I was trying to think of the one thing that stuck out. Yeah, you're right. It was yeah, the wooden the door. Wooden door. Yeah, <laughs> on a spaceship. <laughs> spaceship. Perfect. What is this a spaceship for hobbits? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? The Ted Bundy case remains one of the most fascinating true crime stories ever told. Now the encyclopedia of the Ted Bundy murders is on Audible, and downloading it supports this show. The Encyclopedia of the Ted Bundy Murders by Kevin Sullivan. Available now on Audible. This scene, I think, where they're talking and Archer basically talks him into, like, you know, fighting. We're going to, we're going to come up with some shit and fuck these Klingons up. I think mm-hmm. that the guy, Tessic, it's it's a pretty good scene for him. It is and and it you know I mean it's it's obvious that he wants to fight, but he just feels helpless. Um so Ahab gives him the give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, give a man teach a man to fish, he'll eat for his life or what the fuck ever. I don't care. That stupid thing. That Republicans love to trot out any time somebody talks about, you know, helping the poor. Yeah, helping it. I was going to say, I uh, associate that with, like, you know, right-wing shit. Mm-hmm. In this particular situation, it's fine. But a lot of times it's just trotted out by, by right-wing assholes. Notice that that never applies to education. No, 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 no. Well, you give a man fish. Heat for a day. And then you go, okay, so we should, like, really fund schools. Like, we should have, like, awesome public mm-hmm. schools then, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to work anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now comes the best part of the show, the total A-team moment training montage. Fuck yeah. Hoshi's teaching guys how to shoot, and I'm fairly sure Reed pops a boner. <laughs> Because he looks at her after, like, she, like, you know, teaches the dudes how to shoot, and he's like, <sighs> I was so torn with this Hoshi scene, because it's like, I want sure. her to uh, have a bigger part and everything, but yeah. it does kind of come out of nowhere, that all of a sudden she's, mm-hmm. like, a marksman. Like, cool, right. why not? We just, this is just a little odd uh, in that it's out of nowhere, but right. fuck it. But she doesn't really have any other scenes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she needs scenes, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. so I'm, I mean, I'm good with it. It's like, yeah, it came out of nowhere, but eh, fuck it. And then Florida Man ha- and Ahab have this conversation about how it's really not a solid plan. <laughs> I kind of like that. I was like, okay. Because like, Florida Man's like, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> I do like the plan itself. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, we, we didn't cover, which is just, it's, it's kind of 
hilariously stupid. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so simple. It's so stupid. It just might work kind of thing where they're yeah, just going to yeah. take the whole camp and move it over a little bit. And move it like 30 feet or something. Yeah. 30 yeah, meters. Yeah, going to move it a little bit yeah. uh, down the street. There's no streets, but you get the idea. They move it. They just move it down the street. <laughs> and then uh, they're going to take the 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 oil wells, whatever. The, the, the incredibly flammable deuterium right. which i don't even know if that's a thing but they'll have those set up they're like yeah yeah we'll have those and they'll burn real hot and this is this is the idea because we need to set up complex traps instead of just shooting the motherfuckers right when they land <laughs> exactly. why would we do that no 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 i'm going to leave them alone and not actually witness them dying i'm just gonna assume it all went to plan what ahab gives a i don't like bully speech which is always Nice to hear. Janeway has a similar one. Janeway's was mm-hmm, a little more mm-hmm. pithy. I don't like bullies and I don't like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talk like this for some reason. Oh, God. Yeah, she's great. Janeway rocks. Um, and then we get a uh, defense class with T'Pol. This yeah. is really fun because she teaches them a martial arts move that only works if your opponent does very specific things. here's an evasive technique if someone swings this way and then that way and then that way (laughs) and then you can roll underneath them you've got it made as long as Klingon berserkers Mm -hmm. swinging batleths around do exactly this (laughs) that's kind of the issue I have with a lot of self-defense classes is they act like there's only certain things people are going to do to attack yep. you, you know, and you can defend yourself exactly in this way, but only in this specific situation. And it's, it's just like really s- s- annoying. Um, she does get the, um, the blades, the Klingon blades slightly wrong. Um, she says a mechleth is like a dagger, a, a you know, two blade bladed uh, dagger, but she's talking, she's actually talking about a doctog. A duck, duck dog. Uh, the Mechleth is the thing Worf preferred in the later parts of the two series that he was in. Oh, is that the one-handed one with the curved blade? That's the Mechleth. Yeah, that's a Mechleth. But there's this could easily be head cannoned away. You know, I mean, it's just it's a very very minor minor quibble. I like that during the training, Travis gets a scene. They're like they're like okay, Hoshi yeah. got a scene now. Now now Travis can have a scene. That's fine. I guess. Sure. But what they do with him is like he's holding this bat thing and she's like, okay, I'm going to use you to demonstrate. Go ahead and attack me. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. He just stands there for a second and she's like, don't worry, you're not going to hurt me. And he's like, I'm not worried about you. (laughs) That's not the one I am. That's not what I'm worried about. That's a good bit. I like that line. And so they do some tumbling and learning and na 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 na. And then we have another obligatory talk between Trip and the kid. And he's like, But I want to fight. No, the stay the fuck down and hide. It's like, that's so tropey. That's so like. It's awful. Luckily, though, the kid doesn't like run out and like try to be your hero. And then somebody has to save him and then dies or something. So at least we don't have to deal with that. I was totally expecting that. Me I too. Was like, the kid is going to run into an explosion yep. and they're going to have yep. to and he's going to give away the position or something. He's going to. Because that's the cliche. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the thing with this kid, I just sat there thinking like who his dad. 
dad is some producer. I don't. He, I bet. That's got to be what's going on, right? And right, then I right. thought, oh, you know what? He's just here for time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We already have two montage pieces in this, mm-hmm. at least two that I can think of offhand mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah. You know, montage scenes and without cool '80s uh, montage action. Uh, yeah. Music, no cool music. Yeah. Yeah, Holy that shit! Me you out. know we need like, and then you know that like Sith, you know, as they're like working out and shit and training and all that, and then somebody going like, yeah, you gotta be the best and you gotta attack and you gotta be ready. No, none of this, none of this, none of that. Yeah, no Kenny Loggins shit at all. Did you like my 80s? Which is uh, fine. My, sure. My quick... <laughs> Actually, this, the vocals got pretty 90s now that I think about it. That's okay. Because it went... No, that's, that's, yeah. that's, not, yeah. that's, that's more 90s. Yeah, there's more high-pitched shit, you know? Like, You're the best oh, yeah. around! There you, know, that, you go. That's, that that's more 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got to have those vocals in there. Otherwise, your montage... I'm just not convinced that you're fully training. Yep. Yep. You're not you're not dedicated to the montage. That's how you believe that like a bunch of people are training for a thing and they're ready for the fight. And they're ready yeah. for the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I don't apologize. That fucking ruled. That would have made me a million dollars in nineteen eighty seven. Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That and that and a bag of cocaine. Um, the next scene. <laughs> if anyone's never seen Miami Connection, you gotta see that shit. <laughs> that is an amazing movie. My father. My father. I found my father. Oh my god. The next scene is the leader of the miners, Tessic. Uh, talking to Ahab and being all like, oh, this is going to work, you know. And Ahab gives him a pretty good pep talk, talking about how he got shot on his first mission, um, which, you know, we all saw. Um, and at the end, the very end of that talk, exactly timed, the Klingon ship drops out of warp. I love that uh, Archer's story about himself and why he is the way that he is, is that he just wanted to be an explorer right he just wanted to see the stars up right, close right. and then one Suleiman shot him in the leg and he's like i will rain hell upon this galaxy that's why exactly. he is the way he is exactly that that's Suleiman the way he is. blasted yeah. him in the leg fuck these people <laughs> i will conquer <laughs> russell watson's like i'll reach every star and he's like and i will conquer it it shall be mine Oh God! So and the I scene shall is go there set. with my father's engine <laughs> underneath my feet. <laughs> Can you hear me, father? <laughs> exactly. <That's it. laughs> gotta have that. Gotta have that. Oh, I'm the good son. <laughs> Greatest son in all the galaxy. <laughs> Absolutely. So the scene is set. And the beam, the Klingons beam in, and they know something's wrong, like automatically. Um, and they kind of like it's really obvious that they're like pulling the Klingons around and like leading them. And as this stunt woman comes out and like throws a rock at one, and successfully, perfectly shows how to do the thing that T'Pol showed everybody. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Lucky her, the Klingon attacked exactly the way that T'Pol practiced. Exactly, correctly. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Ahab bashes one in the head, knocks him out. And then another one, another Klingon goes after Tessic. And after he ram, okay, after he runs away, T'Pol in full Rambo outfit. Yeah. What the fuck is she wearing? It's awesome. Why does she have a fucking headband on? Oh, it's, I love it. It's so 80s commando action shit. So awful. It's awesome. What the fuck? With her fucking wig on? Like, how did they keep that on? (laughs) God. I mean, really. She's, she's out there in that heat with the wig on and with, with the headband on top of it. And then a headband on top of it. It's amazing. It does look wicked. Honestly, I was just like, oh my God, this is awesome. This is every <laughs> low budget action flick. Uh, it, it's, yeah. She's roundhouse kicking a motherfucker. Yep, she's like, yep. yeah, it rules. It completely rules. So the miners and our crew have like led the Klingons into the area that they want them to be in. It's all like a lure. And the Klingons are all, we're going to kill the kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they're bad guys, see? I love that he just throws it down. He's like, we'll kill another four. Maybe the boy, the too. Kid. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Twirling his mustache. So, and oh God, Florida man has a headband, too. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so upsetting. So they, I'm the best so around. They, Nothing's going to ever keep me down. <laughs> Don't stop believing. So they shuffle them around to get to make sure the Klingons get to this particular spot. You know, they like, they're like, you know, move down so that they move, you know, oh, keep it moving. So takes it's forever like this little too. Lore. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's they like need, 10 minutes. Yeah. Reed's like, oh, they need to be. Really don't need to be there. A few more meters to the left. And so everybody yeah. go this way. And so they just keep moving. Ugh, and the Klingons are still walking. And then they're moving. Yeah, it's really dumb. <laughs> Actually, it was during this scene is when I thought, oh, that kid's there for time. Uh-huh. Like, because yep. normally this would be, like, just a couple seconds, and it just kept, mm-hmm. kept going. Actually, mm-hmm. it wouldn't exist. They would just cut that. Yeah, yeah. The Klingons would exactly. just walk up on the on the, the, the oil well cap thingies, and then mm-hmm. that would be and that, it. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. So as this is happening, the Klingon dude steps on something, you know, the leader, and it alerts them to, obviously, this is a trap. And I'm like, why didn't they cover that up? Like, they covered everything else up perfectly, but they didn't cover up the one thing that, whatever. I'm just, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it still works. You had one job, motherfucker. (laughs) Exactly. It works. The miners light up the deuterium so that it's like a circle of flames around the Klingons. And Tessic goes out there and tells him to fuck off. I don't need you anymore! This has to be the biggest, most dangerous stunt that they've done on this show so far. Oh my god, yeah. Can you imagine? So, if you're one of the actors playing the Klingons, you're standing there in the desert, surrounded Uh by a ring of fire, Uh and you're wearing all that makeup and Uh furs. And, like, oil-based makeup. Yeah, yeah, like, oil-based makeup. (laughs) And they're wearing fur. Like, there's Mm -hmm. the... 
sort of the the stripped down Klingon, not like the TNG uh, yeah. DS9 era Klingon uniforms. Right. It's like more stripped down than that. But there are it's, still it's fur. Yeah. They're wearing like it's furs, <laughs> which is kind of a cool look for like old sure. school Klingons. Like that. Sure. That works. That that's it's a pretty cool look. But like, mm. oh my god, that had to be so hot and like <laughs> yeah, no awful. Shit. Oh my god. Holy so, shit. My kind of favorite part of this episode is the Klingon captain is like, but, but, but we can get to Tyrium anywhere. Your sucks anyway. Meh. And beams away. <laughs> I love that. He goes full fourth grader on him. Yeah, he totally does. We're leaving. So, yeah. So then everybody's like, yay. Actually, no. They don't even like celebrate. They're like, ah. And that's it. They just kind of stand there and are like, yay. Congratulations, you know. Yeah. It's very, I'm expecting like a, you know, a yub-yub scene, you know. <laughs> and, and there's just nothing. It's weird. There's nothing to party with at this place. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing. No. They're, they're like, let's throw a feast. Oh, oh right. we, we don't have we, any food. We eat rocks here. I just, <laughs> uh, fuck. Our lives are awful. <laughs> this, this job is so fucking awful. We're raising oh. children in this fucking hellhole. <laughs> Holy shit. It's fucking terrible. Take us away from here. The miners give our heroes a hundred liter or thousand liters of deuterium. And uh, Trip gives the kid the schematics for the Enterprise, which seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> Like, really? He gives the, sk- the kid the schematics for their own ship. I like that the kid is like, all right, thanks. Like, he yeah. didn't, he wasn't like, yay, cool, or anything yeah, right, like that. Yeah, right, He was like, Trip is, cool. Trip is like, hey, you like looking at ships, here you go, knock your socks off, kid. Yeah. And the kid's like, yeah, thanks. Because, like, ships land there all the time. Yeah. And this is humanity's first, like, Warp 5 vessel. The kid's probably uh-huh. like, Fucking wow! I've seen like Vulcan cruisers eight times the size of this. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Look, wow, your ship's real cool. Cool, dude. <laughs> Thanks. You're really out there doing it, aren't you, Mister Trip Tucker? Could have taken me to another planet where, like, I could have gotten a good education or something. <laughs> but Thanks. Yeah. Why isn't the kid asking like? Got any empty rooms? Get me the yeah. fuck off of this rock. My parents are dead. Which well, just I don't know. His dad. Just I don't his know dad. if we. Uh, wait, wait. Who's his mom? His mom is the medical lady. Okay, because she said, yeah, one of those that died was his father. Was his father? Yeah, but she never. But, she actually, she never does say that he's her son. Exactly. But it's it's heavily implied. It's heavily implied. I mean, I, I, I didn't get that vibe. I thought he was like the orphan child of the... She was hugging him when she said that. You can hug a child like that is in your village that you're all <laughs> well, kind sure. of raising together because their parents are dead. Well, no, never mind. Fuck it. Now I feel like I'm trying to defend that. That's not... And I, I don't care. I don't fucking care. I don't care either. Ne- Who gives a we shit? We never see these people again <sighs> with their weird tufts. <laughs> no. Coming out of their second noses on their foreheads. Do they have to pick those? I mean, It would have been easier if it were tufts. But that they're like long wisps of hair. That are directly coming out of the holes? Yeah. yeah. That's gross. Like Ugh. like shitty flowers in a skinny vase. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Two of them coming Flesh out like face. Oh God. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, you gosh. just that's you my just band came name. Up with the band name. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Flesh face. Oh Ooh, fuck God. me! Wow. Anyway. That's awesome though. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't have one either. I was gonna try and come up with one. <laughs> My actually, actually, my my other one was going to be never work with kids. Okay, never work with kids. It's okay. Yeah, I feel like that's a, more of an album title than a band name. Yeah, that's a yeah. That would be a definitely, definitely. But so yeah, they fly away heroically, and and that's the end of the episode. That's all, folks. I've been racking my brain to think like what um, movie they were Mm -hmm. doing um Mm -hmm. and i realized it was a bug's life (laughs) (laughs) it's hopper and and richard kind whatever the fucking thing where they show up at the beginning of the season and they take all the ants food and then the ants learn how to fight back (laughs) yep yep there you go it's so also i was looking at bug's life except like um they didn't put uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character in like a skin tight like fuck me outfit. No, <laughs> they heels. definitely did not. <laughs> nope, <sighs> didn't do that because she was an ant, <laughs> <laughs> and Rick Berman didn't produce it. Exactly. It's a bug's oh, life. I just, I've been racking my brain this entire time. I'm like, what <laughs> children's movie is this? The whole time, and it's a bug's life. It's a bug's life. <laughs> fuck. So I looked up deuterium. It's heavy hydrogen. It's hydrogen two or heavy hydrogen. Um, they use it in nuclear reactors, um, spectrome- uh, spectro spectroscopy. Oh God, some kind of chem. I mean, there's all kinds of like you know scientific stuff, but it's certainly not like a fuel. Okay. Well, not yet. Right, but right. in twenty one, wait, what year was it? Twenty one fifty one. In twenty one fifty one, it's a, it's a fuel. Mm. Sure. Oh, and it's also used in live vaccines such as the oral oral polio virus vaccine. Oh, it can be cool. stabilized by deuterium. Interesting. Oh, that's very cool. Mm. Yeah. Next time, that reminds me. Next time anybody says some dumb shit about vaccines, just stare at them and go, "Where's polio?" Yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. How are those measles treating you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get that rubella lately? Yeah. Is it real? Okay, so did this episode trek for you? <laughs> right? Well. No, I know. I know what you mean. Already, I know what you mean. Go ahead, though. Yeah, because there's been plenty of times when, you know, the Enterprise or uh, various uh, iterations of the Enterprise has come to somebody's rescue like this and done something like this, but not in exactly this way. And this just kind of seemed like, I don't know, such a throwaway thing. It did give um, Ahab a little bit of character development, but that's about it. So, no, I guess, is my answer. Okay. Fair. Absolutely fair. Mm. I'm still torn myself. Um, I'm going to barely fall on yes, um, (laughs) only because 
You know what? No, I don't have a justification for yes for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this was just like live action of Bugs Life, dude. This was just yeah. like yeah. yeah. And it's not like a Bugs Life was a completely original story. I feel like we've seen exactly. this plenty of times. Very much. Um, very much so. There is some uh of the optimism in it, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, that whole fish thing just kind of makes me just go like yeah this series often kind of treaded into like right-wing trek especially it really does 9-11 we have talked on the show about the atmosphere that this came out in the yeah madness that this country uh fully embraced which which directly led to where we are now yeah if if we if we can be honest about that it directly it's a it's a one-to-one like this 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 and this happened and this is where we are now. Oh, yeah. Because of that. Historical events don't just happen. And no, then, exactly. They don't, ho- they uh, don't happen in vacuum, e- exactly. and then nothing else happens because of it. Exactly, yeah. yes. Everything affects everything else later on down the line. Mm-hmm. So. If you're an audiobook listener, you can support the show by downloading The Holocaust Saviors by Ryan Jenkins on Audible. Hear inspiring stories of heroism during Europe's darkest hour. That's The Holocaust Saviors by Ryan Jenkins on Audible. Non-Trek Rec. My non-Trek recommendation is going to be Why the Last Man. Okay. It was a fantastic graphic novel series or series of comics. I don't know. I bought them all as graphic novels, whatever. They were already out. Uh, So that's how I think Mm -hmm. of it. Anyway, it was a fantastic comic book or trade or whatever you want to fucking call it. And now it is a series on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. They okay. aggressively address some of the oversights that happened in the comic. Mm-hmm. And they stay fairly true to it, but not like rigidly exactly. They're also kind of doing their own thing. Cool. And uh, so far, it's, you know, as of recording, uh, we're only a few mm-hmm. episodes in. Um, so far, so good. I uh, I like it. Great cast. Di- Great. Diane Lane is in it. Um, Ooh, I love Diane Lane. She she's so good. Oh, she's so awesome. Mm. Um, Amber Tamblin. Uh, not a whole mm-hmm. lot of other famous people so far in it. Maybe mm-hmm. other people will turn up later. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna say the letter Y. Awesome. Uh, the last man. Cool. What What about you? What is your non Trek recommendation? Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. That's G A R T H Marenghi. M-A-R-E-N-G-H-I, apostrophe yes, Dark Place. And right now it's on Amazon Prime, I know, and it's one of the funniest fucking things I have ever seen, ever. It's genius. It's genius. It is It is an actual work of, like, meta-genius. It really is. Every episode is, is phenomenal. Um, I love how it makes fun of every different horror trope, Every different, you know, the 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 way women are portrayed. I I just love everything about it, especially the the um, masculine um, antics that go on and how men are supposed to be. Yeah. It's just genius. It's unbelievable. Um, and I'm just there's nothing like it out there ever. And I, I really want more people to, to love it. <laughs> blood. Blood. Crimson, copper-smelling blood. His blood. 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 
and bits of sick. Well, cool. Um, that is our show. Next episode is a character building episode for T'Pol. It's actually a pretty fucking good episode. I like it a lot. Um, and we'll be back for that. Sounds great. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe. Ring the bell. <laughs> Wait. Wrong format. <laughs> But make sure you are subscribed to the show and share the show with a Trekkie friend that you know. And we need your reviews. Leave those five-star reviews. Mm, yes, that please. does a whole lot for the show. doesn't take oh, a whole lot man. of time. You don't have to write out a whole thing. Just click no. five stars. If you want to write out a whole thing, please. you're actually a better human being than like you know most <laughs> human beings. Become a Porthos Petter at the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Star Trek stuff. And we might mm-hmm. be adding some stuff to that Patreon. Yeah. Uh, other levels and things like that. Yeah, so we're talking about doing that. We should. So make sure you go to Patreon.com forward slash Star Trek stuff. If you uh, got any thoughts, go ahead and send us an email. We are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. And make sure you check out the Audible uh, books that uh, were mentioned in the episode and the ads. If you're on Facebook, the Facebook group is Star Trek Stuff Podcast. Podcast. And on Instagram, I'm at Star Trek Stuff Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Bag of Lasers. And uh, that's about it. That's all. We're done. Thank you very much. We're going to go Have a good night. away. Um, yeah. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. That seems really dramatic. (laughs) Just in case anyone would rather listen to my death rattle than a pun. Just in case. Just throwing it out there. Because sometimes I would. Just saying, hey, a lot of our a lot of people on our uh, on our uh, Star Trek uh, Facebook page do a lot of puns. I know. I, I know. know. <laughs> Thank you for your support. <laughs> oh. I need to go pour something. <laughs> I need to. Uh, yeah, I just. I yeah, I. I'm not going to click like. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You're not going to okay. get the like from me. All right. All right. Okay. I'm not talking to you, you. They're just like, like, oh, okay. like whoever posts it. Like, like I just, I just kind of grit my teeth and like die a little inside and then pour a drink. I just, that, that's, that's, that's what happens when I encounter puns in general. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Very, very dramatic. It physically hurts. Um, they. You should not meet my mom then. She's like the <laughs> queen of loving puns. It's not that she does a lot of them, but she loves them. Half the time with jokes, I just stare and go, "Yeah, all right. Yeah, I get why that works." <laughs> like it's it's like a math problem to me. I'm like, "Yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. Cool." <laughs> um, I, I've seen a little bit of um, UK. TV telly, sorry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that has some courtroom shit in it. Mm-hmm. They wear the wigs. 
Oh, dude, totally. They definitely yeah. wear the wigs. Yeah. They wear the wigs. Mm-hmm. I find that mind-blowing. That, like, <laughs> Why? They wear the, 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 they wear the wigs. I just saw a, a great British Bake Off episode where uh-huh. they had to make baklava, and I was like, I'd have quit. I'd have yeah. been like, oh, yeah. like, all right, your technical challenge is make this like round like yeah. pie-shaped baklava, not even in a rectangle, just like, no. here, just No, and they make had to baklava. do that super detailed, like, pattern on it and shit, and I was like, fuck all of that. Dude, seriously. Yeah. That pattern, I was just like, nah, I'd have just been like, yeah, I'm out this week, <laughs> bye. Like, I got I got this far, fine, like, cool. <laughs> See ya. <sighs> I was on Bake Off, and I didn't get eliminated immediately, so, like, I win. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, going to make it totally. all the way. They got that German guy, Jürgen. He's going to win it, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think the, I think the, uh, the Italian guy is going to win it. That's the, that's the thing. It's either Team uh, Giuseppe or... Giuseppe, uh, or, yeah. Or yeah. The, or Team Jürgen. The Jürgenator. The Jürgenator. <laughs> the Jürgenator. <laughs> the guy's amazing because he has this tiny voice he like this. He has a very accent, yes. Which in any other context would be utterly terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> And Giuseppe won German week. Like, what do you do with that shit? Yeah, that was oh, so wild. It's like the axis of evil right in British Bake Off. God damn. <laughs> shit. The Germans and the Italians coming right back. Right? Just, they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> the axis powers are coming right back for yep. the Great British Bake Off. Going to win. Yep. Holy shit, uh. dude. <laughs> 